When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. All right, guys. We got a pretty special episode that's going to get to you here. Um, but first off, you know the drill. You got to check that disclaimer in the description box. Give it to our new man, Steve. Make Steve, his life baby. easy. Steve. Click Steve. the Seymour button. Click that Steve Moore, but Seymour button, not Steve Moore button. Steve Moore, baby. Steve. Click Steve Moore to read about stuff. Guys, we got all new merch. We restocked Columbo merch. We got these new these new shirts and shit that are out there. If you want them, you better go crazy. Trillionairestore.com. And please, for the love of God, for the love of no, Jesus but it is Christ. important to say those we get them on a limited basis. Those are for uh, you know, the, the they're limited run. So and yeah. there are so many people complaining that they didn't get them the last time. Get them before they sell out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and you're also gonna want to you know we're we're six thousand subscribers away to the famed fifty thousand uh, mark. At which point we will smooch each other. Uh, you got only till the end of the year to tell your friends and create fake accounts and sign up. So you get, you got to get your ass out there. You so gotta, do all the things. Like, yeah, like subscribe. It. We want to hear from you. Comment on the audio stuff. And now should we get straight to this great episode with these great guests? Let's have a very realistic, um, totally natural cut transition do to like a the interview. Thing. No, that's um. This is a uh, the Wayne's World. Yeah, Wayne's World. All right, give us the Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Nogi at the Beat Band. Kramer, when I get done with you, yeah. you ready for Fill me up, Arrow. Bitcoin solves this. Bitcoin 100,000. <laughs> All right, guys, here's the deal. Um, yeah, we got this boat, but we're not the most experienced sailors. That's Seamen. Seamen. Come on, man. We're not it the most right experienced there. seamen. We're not going to lie to you. Yeah. But And so we've been out to sea for quite some time now. We haven't seen any sign of life, but we have finally seen our first sign of life. Two hot, two hot singles. I would go as far as to say hunks. Hunks. And uh, lots of YouTube meat. Let's see if we can get him on the boat. Yeah, let's. Uh, we're bringing out none other oh. than Colin and Samir. Colin and Samir, welcome, Colin and Samir, to the boat. Permission, the to, come aboard? permission oh. to come on board. Aboard. Permission granted. Right. Great. Great. Damn, I fucked up my my words there. <sighs> you know, I I do have a first question as you guys are getting plugged in. Colin, are you kind of a cartoon character guy too? In the sense, in that what you, way? You wear like the same shit every day. <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, uh, who else is a cartoon character? Me. Oh, I may okay. give off that appearance, but no, I do. I do change a lot. Oh, okay. a lot of outfits. Yeah, because I, I normally, in the colder months, I have a very similar sweatshirt that I wear okay. all the time, and I just thought, oh man, I should have done that because we both have on light blue pants, and then we both have on our blue sweatshirts. Hmm. Wait, so you met this guy for the first time, and you just assumed, oh, he must only wear that. Because <laughs> I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay. not how you work, too. No. We are working on our outfits though because we we've spent the last ten years together and we just 
tend to dress exactly the same and we show up to work quite often in the exact same outfit. Jesus, really? Yeah, it's bad. I'll be honest too. I had another outfit planned. It's in the car. He's got his old closet in the car. Right? What was the other outfit? Uh, it was like a, a black denim shacket with a white shirt underneath I, and then some like uh, cool listen, Carhartt it, style pants. Damn. Maybe midway through the show, there's an outfit. Yeah. I just didn't have enough time. And shit. so this is like, this is my everyday outfit. So I guess maybe you're right, actually. This is like the the right regular man's outfit. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we should have coordinated. I went very, it's, you know, Indian summer in LA. You guys are ready for fall. Ben is wearing what he always wears. Yeah. I always just wear a t-shirt and pants. Mm. Hmm. This is a nice shirt, Fashion, though. Fashion, guys. Yeah. Hey, what color, yeah. Yeah. What color yeah. do you guys think Close. this is? This uh, teal. That's teal? teal. Okay. That's teal. It's objectively yeah. teal. Teal? I'll go with teal. Okay. We had a big discussion before you guys came. Um, that this Emil thinks it's green. <laughs> and everybody else said, no, idiot. That's a blue, a bluish green. Yeah. 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 Which so, is a bluish green. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Uh, we weren't sure if we should give you guys a proper... Do you want to, like... Our audience likely knows who you are, but if you want to, I thought YouTube Meat was relatively appropriate. Yeah, hunks of YouTube Meat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you are two hunks. You got yeah. great heads of hair. Look at <laughs> you guys. Wow. Huh. Yours is so feathery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very different heads of hair. Yeah. Totally yeah. different. I also shampooed last night, so it's yeah. Different. I shampooed this morning. Yeah. Oh, it's. This I have to, do you plan your shampoos? Yeah, I have to do it like every third day. Yeah. Second yeah. or third day because it gets too oily. Right. You haven't shampooed in ages. Uh, I do yeah. it. One, I do it once a month. <laughs> Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Okay. So for people who don't know who we are, um, we're Colin and Samir. We've been on YouTube for the past 10 years and a bunch of different iterations. Uh, we started our career with a sports channel called the Lacrosse Network. And today we have a channel called Colin and Samir that covers the creator economy. We interview some of the top creators in the space and we talk about the latest news in the space. I said space twice. And if you want okay. a better, they have a very nice, almost 10 minute video, nine minute video about the story of Colin Samir. It's true. I mm-hmm. think that I feel like it's getting outdated. Well outdated, but um, but, but it is our story. I liked yeah. your guys. I liked your guys' entourage uh, reference. Yeah, you guys uh, are trying yeah. to be entourage. Yeah, who would you guys be? Would one of you be? Um, What's the main guy's name? Vinny. Vinny, Vinny Chase. Chase. Vinny Chase. Vinny yeah. Chase. Who would be yeah. Vinny Chase? I think Samir would probably be the Vinny. I've always wanted to be right. Vinny. Chase. Does that make you E? Ah, uh, maybe more of a turtle. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, I mean, if, no, I don't think you're a turtle. Who would I be? Would I be E? Yeah. I feel like E's not very business-minded. Yeah, you're not E. Drama? I don't know where that leaves me. Turtles are, are or, the worst ones, probably. Or, or you're Billy, uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. the, the crazy director in his yeah. underwear, that guy. That dude, Billy. Billy. Oh, yeah. The, hey, what the, fucking yeah. year is it? Yeah. Am I right, guys? <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. my bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, let's say, no, what about TikTok? <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, yeah, oh, TikTok. Well, wait, real fast. Yeah. I did want, I don't know where this fits in. It was just something that I wanted to put in the notes. Um... This is how elegant we are with our transitions. But uh, when I first met you at the yeah. June Shine event, because we were all you know going over the outline and like, oh, what are we going to talk about? And one thing I was saying to the crew was uh, when we sat down and spoke for the first time, I found myself in this funny position where I was like, oh, man, the, I was having a really good conversation with that guy. And I could have just sat there the whole night. Yeah. But I had that feeling of like, yeah, but this guy probably doesn't want you to talk his ear off the whole night. You better just leave him alone. And fuck I had out the exact same anxiety. By really? The way. Yeah, I was oh. sitting next to you, and I was like, "I don't. This is a new relationship. I don't know when yeah. we're supposed to end this conversation." Yeah, and I, I don't understand. Yeah, my my brain very much goes to like this guy probably wishes you would fuck off. So just like <laughs> <laughs> we were both also though weirdly early to the party. I yeah. want to reference that because we were there. This is Cody's June shine launch event. His new flavor. So we're both there and the it's a very sparse room because we're there on time. Yes. Which was probably the first part of the mistake. Who, so, who initiated the conversation? 
I think I think, I think I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, sounds about right. Because I was I because we had talked about coming on the show, so it's yes. like I should probably develop some rapport with you. Yeah, you know, and uh, which was very us being early was a very non. LA thing, I guess. And considering the fact that it was all the way in Malibu. Right. You're early to everything. Yeah. 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 Just ask my ex wife. That's like, you know, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you should, if you had said, come. You come. Yeah, but I didn't. Oh, That's not oh, what we oh, do, oh, by oh, the oh, way. Yeah. We're not just like going to be like, uh, hey, look, that thing joke. we just did, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're so much more than that. Please like <laughs> we us. Just saw. Please, God. <laughs> also, okay. uh, this but, might embarrass you, but the, no, go ahead. it just reminded me the funniest thing that happened that night was you were probably in the bathroom because you two got you guys were just sitting there talking the whole night, and I was walking by and you were like, "Emil, come here," and I was like, "What's up?" and you were like, "Does everyone think I'm weird?" <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like, "No, no one." Was I high? I wasn't I high. <laughs> I wasn't. And then I was just like, "You're fine." What was the context? Why did I? You just called me over. You were like, "Does everyone think I'm weird?" Huh. Maybe I had read a comment that said like yeah, that was in some Gen Z talk that I don't get like Ben is out of pocket and I'm like cool <laughs> that's good right or S tier do you guys get you're over you're both over thirty yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah do you get are you guys over thirty oh yeah yeah oh, I think I'm is, I'm yeah. probably the oldest I what? love the surprise in your voice so no that's great that's uh, warming my heart yeah mm-hmm. how old are you gonna be thirty five in a couple oh, weeks amazing yeah. Wait, why? What? Are you no, older? Than that? No, 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 not older than that. But that's because I look good. <laughs> no, yeah, you look great. No, you look great. Yeah, you guys look yeah, great. You look great, man. Yeah. Fuck yes, thank God. I'm not 35. That's disgusting. Okay, yeah, it's too. Yeah, I agree. It's gross. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you might want to think about finding <laughs> a new just host. Skip Wait, it, what was the question though? What type of comments do you get? Oh, just like Gen Z um, lingo. And I shouldn't even call it that because it's probably it's not even Gen Z anymore. It's just everybody says it. But like, yeah, I didn't know what out of pocket was at first. I didn't know what S tier was. S tier is good. Yeah, no. That's familiar. a good thing. Yeah, I'm familiar. Um, yeah, and there's... I'm 33, man. S tier <laughs> yeah. is top of the tier. Yeah, yeah but yeah. why? That's not even the highest letter. Yeah, I don't know. It goes it, S to no. A. Yeah, it goes S to A. It means superb. Yeah. What does the A stand for? Awesome. Awesome A. So A is good too? A is good too, yeah. yeah. But S, not as S good is as better S. than A. Yeah. S is better than A. Okay, yeah. cool. So if you like this, be sure to comment S tier in the comments. <laughs> Please, God. Uh, by the way, can we make that a little bigger? I feel like I'm at the optometrist. There we go. It looks Can, like we're uh, we're supposed to connect on New Jersey. I see. Oh That's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <okay>. We also <laughs> played lacrosse right. too. Uh, yeah. Coming yeah. up in the show. <laughs> yeah, got it. A mill and Colin. Yeah, coming up is Colin and a mill. Yeah, should we get to it later? Yeah. <laughs> let's, maybe let's yeah. let's. That's Did I jump re- the gun there? On that's the, probably the no, whole retention the strategy of the podcast. You know, like yeah, at okay. some point, we'll connect. Someone sitting at home, like, yeah. come on, I know you're both from Jersey. Just fucking find it. Talk about Wawa. Yeah. Do you know Wawa? Of course, come on. Nice. nice. Yeah. Even I know Wawa, man. Yeah, I'm from even here. Because that's we not even just there. We went to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, it, that's every Jersey boys. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you, you're from somewhere else. Come to Wawa. Do you believe Central Jersey exists? I live in Central Jersey, so yeah. Whoa. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm from Central Jersey. Yeah, yeah, me too. Now, but Monmouth County, Mercer County. Interesting. Okay. Okay. You're from L.A., right? Yeah. Born yeah, cool. Race. Where again? <laughs> Where? In L.A.? Yeah, well, because I remember asking you at the June Show thing. And I I'm think... from the west side of L.A. I grew up in the uh, Pacific Palisades right by oh, uh, wow. Topanga. Very nice. Yeah. Long Beach. That area. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. 7-Eleven? Beach cities. Sure. 7-Eleven? Yeah, yeah. Subway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. So you get it because you guys got Wawa? Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, you yeah. brought it up. Hey, do you yeah. think that central L.A. exists? <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah. What the fuck? Did, what did that mean? What is the Jersey? Because people from North Jersey say that there's just North and South Jersey, and people from South Jersey say, oh, you're like, 
like for me, when I tell them where I'm from, they're, like if I tell a South Jersey person, they're like, you're from North Jersey. And if I tell a North Jersey person, they go, you're from South Jersey. Oh, that's uh Does that like, happen to you? Yeah, it's just a thing. I yeah. And I go, no, I'm from Central Jersey. Cool. It is cool. You would know. Yeah, you would if you, you know. If you understood. Are you a big Springsteen guy too? Huge. I mean, there's a photo oh, of him man. on my wall in my living room framed that, oh, that I have in my living room and all my brothers have and my dad has. Hell so, yes. Yeah. Wow, you guys. Uh, yeah. Whenever I have to take a pee break, okay, he it's he pulls up Springsteen and Makes plays sense. Springsteen. And but we and we kind of go into uh, why he's so great. You know, we talk about some. We don't. You do. Oh yeah. Because I'm yeah, peeing. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking to the audience, and we're all talking. We're all having a conversation about, about it. You know, some great Springsteen performance. Mm. Yeah. You know. Usually, invo- you usually play a clip where he's kissing one of his band members. I do like. I really love the <laughs> pictures of him and Clarence Clemens kissing. Yeah. I mean, amazing. Yeah. It's uh, it's the ultimate male friendship. Wow, so that's where the creator economy used to be. Right, right? Yeah, that's the right. The 1970s and 80s. Yeah. You got Bruce Springsteen live on stage kissing his uh, guy, and then you got us now <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> yep. Well, we are teasing, actually, no joke, uh, that we need to hit 50,000 subscribers by the end of the year. <clears throat> okay. And to entice the viewers, we're going to kiss on screen. How do you guys feel about that? Sure, man. Yeah, yeah that's why great. Not? You, you got to do what you got to do. do as, a, as, a, as a 30 plus year old YouTube creator, you kind of <laughs> yeah. just got to go for it, you know? But let me ask you a question. Why should people subscribe? For the kiss. Outside of the kiss. They're, they come to the party. They're like, I'm subscribed. I'm here for weekly videos. That's what? a great question. Uh, they should subscribe because- um, We're the only show that is fun about breaking down uh, finance and politics news yeah. in a way that's not a snooze. Oh, that Very was, good. That nice. was nice. Just that off was nice. The top that of the was old dome. nice. Man, so, maybe I should stop shampooing. So, so maybe we should get into some finance and politics. Okay. Yeah. You know, in a fun way, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we do. There, there was a gaping hole um, in the uh, in this in the space. There was there's a ton of shows about finance and stocks, but they're boring as all get out. They just suck. Sure. And even I, as a professional licensed day trader, I don't get any value from those. I just I fall asleep. They're way too long. They're like two hours of a guy just going over charts and shit. And yeah, and a lot of it's over my head too because they get into the real nitty-gritty technical stuff. And yeah, I find myself talking to him about a lot of the shit and he doesn't know anything. He's sure. just a big dum-dum. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, the, he's the good looks of the what? show. <laughs> he's just there. And uh, yeah, we and people seem to really resonate with it. So that that's a, that's why people should subscribe. They... They're getting something. They're getting something. You said it better. Yeah, I was. Anyway, anyway. let's go with Emil's. I mean, Emil rhymed. Yeah, rewind back. I didn't have a listen to Emil's pitch. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Everyone was like, "Yeah, you nailed it," and then Ben's like, "Yeah, no, let me just let me just uh, redline it a little bit, yeah, note yeah. it up." Uh, have you guys seen on Netflix? There's a documentary about the whole GameStop kind of era. Yeah, have I, you watched it or no? I haven't watched it. I'm no. just curious because I, I couldn't believe that that was already a movie. Yeah, it, it feels like that was so recent, like that whole wave during the pandemic, and it feels like to me that's when everyone got into day trading, and even when. When buying stocks and the and the meme culture and like the creator space all started to overlap in this Venn diagram, mm-hmm. and you saw the incredible impact that internet communities could have on yes. the markets, and uh, it's actually something that when you you zoom out, like what that revealed does seem like a really big deal. I'm mm-hmm. curious your guys' experience with that time because that's kind of when. Unfortunately, I got a little bit into. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. No, everybody did. This is exciting. May I? I wasn't even going to say anything. Oh, <laughs> are you well, okay? Does yeah. you make you nervous? No, not at all. Okay, totally fine. Because we got in the car after the party, and he right, was like, right. "I really like that yeah. guy." But go <laughs> Shut up, dude. Can you just fucking relax? Oh shit, that's next on the Jesus agenda. Christ. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's actually how this this show came about because mm. Noel would text me and ask me to break it down for him what was going on and we would also talk shit because there'd be people screenshotting their losses or their gains and then he said hey have you ever thought about doing a finance show and i was like hell yeah where do i sign i don't know yeah what does that mean where do i even get started with something like that uh but it was equal parts cool and frustrating for me as someone who's been doing it for so long seeing people with no experience Dave Portnoy, perfect example. Yeah. He's just all of a sudden on there, gets in at the very bottom when we just rallied relentlessly and just within a few weeks, we're back to all-time highs and he's doing his uh, live stream every day Davey going, Day-Trader, yeah, yeah. Davey Day Trader, stocks only go up. I yeah. I swear to God, I'm, I just made $200,000 in Boeing. Oh my fucking God. And that was the promise of that era was yes. that it only goes up. Yes. And- I, I kept, bought into that promise. <laughs> a lot of people yeah. did. As did I. And it, I wish it was a promise. <laughs> I wish that I I wish that we had had this back then because I feel like, oh man, that was the perfect time to have a show like this. And, you know, better late than never. But yeah, it's uh it's sad to watch people then give back a lot of those gains if they even had gains to begin with. And yeah, again, that's kind of something that I'm hoping to help people avoid because I made all those mistakes early on, penny stocks and then getting into options and whatnot. Um, but it's good. I'm glad that people on a mat, on such a massive scale are taking an interest in it and watching. Because back in the day, the only talk online about stocks was relegated to like shitty websites where uh, there's message boards like Yahoo Finance had message boards. There were one-off little websites. He had Twitter a little bit, but there was no central place for coordination like Reddit mm-hmm. and like Twitter really being utilized in this way. And it's it's cool. There is a little bit of like power to the people kind of thing, which is GameStop's, what's, what's their slogan? Power to the players? 
Yeah. Yeah. But there are drawbacks because then it doesn't always work. It doesn't continue. You're not going to have AMC is not going to be the next GameStop. Whatever happened, Bed Bath and Beyond is not going to be the next AMC. And it kind of sets, it kind of spoiled everybody, I think. Yeah. I think it also, um, for everyone who is brand new to it, uh, it created the same sensation as gambling, right? Like, oh, of yeah. course, it's like this holy shit feeling. And like, numbers on a screen, whether it's subscribers on YouTube or dollars in your bank account or, you know, stock prices, mm-hmm. I feel like we can't really, f- you can't like feel them. We're, I, I've become like numb to seeing numbers on a screen. Big time. You know, like, you don't, there's no like tangibility to any of this. So, the, my biggest problem with it was having absolutely zero idea when, you're supposed to pull out. Right. Well, that, no, we I were didn't. just talking about those. Zero I mean, idea. Because they would get creators. Yeah. It would be like Weeble and sure. whoever. They would be like, do an ad for us. And they would, you know, they'd be like, it's as simple as that. I look at the stock. If it seems to be going up, I buy. And then when it seems like it's going to start going down, I sell. And it's just like, they were like, oh, it's just, it's that simple. It goes up for a while mm. and then it's going to start going down. And you sell before that happens. And they were making it seem like it was the easiest thing in the world for everyone yeah. to figure out. And for a while it was. Everyone thought they were a genius. Not me, man. I was fucking, that's where, ha- <clears throat> excuse me, having too much knowledge really got in my way. So it was very frustrating seeing people just like, man, I'm just making so much money. I'm like, fuck, I'm not because I'm trying to trade against you. Yeah. But right. the market's just, right. I had to wait for like right now is a great trader's market and I'm fucking, I'm loving no, it. I don't even want to hear that. I, I just like, Sorry. I said, I'm not logging into this anymore. Yeah. I'm done. I'll, I'll check on it in, in 10 years. That's a good attitude yeah. to have. Because I was like, yeah. listen, I'm, I like one of my friends called me one time. I was and I was all stressed out because like I was getting into it every day. There was an era where like everyone was in it. In the pandemic, there was like not much to do. So you were like, right. We were making YouTube videos, and then most of the or not most, but there was a ton of YouTube videos where people also made a lot of money covering what was going on. So it was almost like this this cycle, right, of like finance as content, and then you could actually interact with it, which is why it was so powerful. Yeah. Like someone would tell the story of, of how much money they made or like GameStop. And then you could just log into Robinhood and be like, well, let me just play the game too. Right. And like play into this, this cycle that was going on, um, which was really exciting and really interesting. And then the, you, you lived in the fantasy world of it just keeps going up. Right. You know? Yeah. I think for me, it was, it was stressing me out on a day to day basis. And then I would look and I'd be like, I own two shares of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, that just yeah. like ruined my morning. Oh, yeah. That's what, so yeah, my what friend, am I doing? My friend Mike called me and he goes, dude, are you losing sleep over like a hundred bucks? No. And I was like, yes. Yes, wow. I am. And he wow. was like, what's, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, oh, you're right. I got to, this is crazy. I got, I got to get out of this. I got to just like get get out of this see now that makes me feel really good about where i'm at psychologically in my career trajectory because i'm and this isn't meant to sound like a brag or anything but i'll like over the last month i had my um trading account up to like 120 grand and then it dropped down to like 30 and then it dropped down to 20 and i was thinking fuck god damn it okay all right keep it cool and then now it's back up to 75 and I'm, 
I'm like, I'm okay. That's a normal. That's not normal, but dealing with say, that's a hundred like bucks fluctuation. <laughs> a hundred bucks fluctuation. I'm like, God, I remember those days. Yeah. And now it's because mostly it's not my Wait, money. I'd way rather a hundred bucks fluctuation than losing 90 grand. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but like, are you losing 90 grand? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what you have to now go back to whatever you put in and be like, right. what? Like that, all of that, that for me, like the volatility of that, I was like, I, I literally, there was one day I was just like, I only know how to make money the old fashioned way for me, which is like, I'm going to go make something and work and someone's going to pay me (laughs) and that's how I'm going to make money. (laughs) Oh, I miss those days. There's a lot of great ways to make money and I'll stick with those for the rest of. Yeah. I feel like you also very easily could have become a man of vices. I, I you know am I mean? like, a like, man you, of no, no, no. Yeah, you yeah. are, but like you're very like you're in control. I, I of have your to vices. be. I have to really focus on being in control of my vices. Like, what are your vices? Like meaning like okay, so like very very simply like um, right now the only real vice I have is coffee, and that's it because <laughs> oh, man, because I thought it was gonna be like <laughs> the, the only Bro-bro real red. vice <laughs> I have drinking gambling. Yeah, that's good though. Good for you. That's it. Coffee. That's it. But but it's because I know how easy it is for me right. to slip in devices i have to fill my time with like other things and yeah and get really into something yeah um and that happened with both like crypto and stocks during maybe crypto yeah because crypto i was like oh i get i don't understand stocks but i get crypto it's all about branding and storytelling mm-hmm. i got that you know it's like it, which one has the best storyline that's essentially what people are buying into is a story right because at the end of the day Currency is a story. Sure. Right? Yeah. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. I don't mean to get into this now, oh, but I guess yeah, we're here. No. We landed here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has value because we tell ourselves yeah, it has yeah. value. And it, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to like. No, but that, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's what like it's storytelling. Yeah. And that's like the, the fundamentals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me just do my vice real quick. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the fundamentals of storytelling apply to the, the reason we all believe in you know, any currency. I mean, that said, you called me frantically yelling about Doge yeah, going up okay. and how much right. money you were making. And then I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I need Let to get on Robinhood like right now. Yeah. I don't want to brag, but there's a I time. couldn't find the confirmation email for Robinhood. And meanwhile, <laughs> I'm still on the phone with him and he's like, it's going up, it's going up, it's going up. Did you buy it at the top? No, I, 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 I'm I, just going to say something real quick. I what? became a Dogecoin thousandaire. Fuck yeah. That's Good for it. you. And it was dope. Bought me a birthday gift. Did and you I bought him a birthday it? gift. No. <laughs> Do you still have it? Yes. Fuck. It's going to come back up. Don't <laughs> it'll go, it'll every, go back it, up. Probably. Here's the rule for everyone watching. It always goes back. I can't even say that yeah. with a straight face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lack of education is like a real problem in there because it was such a exciting vice. But that was like what Colin's saying, like the vices that needed control. Like I had these little moments of validation that I was right and mm-hmm. right early too. Yeah. Um, I actually, I bought, like I bought Bitcoin in... Uh, 2013. Good for you. Fuck yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Storytelling. (laughs) Let me finish the story. So I bought it for, um, 
it was at like 750 bucks, something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was earlier, but whenever it was that, whatever year that was, um, I bought uh, two Bitcoin. And for me at that time, that was a lot of money. Uh, we, we weren't making much money as creators. We were just like, you know, doing our production work and uh, making money here and there. And I was like, sure, I'll buy uh, two Bitcoin. And it then went down to 500. And I was like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that was the early sign of me being like, I probably shouldn't be involved in this game at all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's you didn't my... hear HODL. Huh? You didn't hear HODL. Well, that wasn't even a brand at the time. Right, right. Had right. that been, you know, a, a hashtag at that time, maybe I would have. I don't blame you. I would have fucking lost my, you know, so what? You lost like 500, 500 bucks and you're like, fuck this. Yeah. I bought like five Bitcoins at. This shit for nerds. Thousand and I sold them at 1500 and I felt like Mr. Cool. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not touching this again. I made a little money and then. We all know what happened. Right. Mm. Uh, but I'm glad you said that about feeling, what did you say about like feeling confident and, and the social media thing? Because one thing that I've noticed a lot about the rise of social media and the rise of, of Reddit and everything in the wake of the GameStop stuff and COVID and everybody being at home and everybody getting into the game is everybody is an expert kind of now. Mm. And not everybody, but the the people like I'll read a, a Reddit. Post. Yeah, but now those guys have pivoted. So all those guys who were running TikToks about finance stuff in their portfolio, now they're all uh, fitness guys. They all mm-hmm. it's just all gym stuff. That's funny, probably. But no, I'll read. Yeah. A, I'll thank you. I'll, is it real? Look at yeah, I'll <laughs> did Liver King used to be? Very, look at the agenda. It's literally next on the agenda. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> finance bros turn into fitness guys. Oh yeah, yeah there yeah, it is. You see that? There it is. And wow. Yes, I links. certainly uh, see that. Yeah, but, right under Ben was nervous about if Samir liked him after June shook his heart. You guys can't see the agenda, but it's clearly right there. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> but there are so I'll read a Reddit post that's super lengthy and i'm like wow this person really knows what they're talking about they're really intelligent holy shit and then at the very end it's like they reveal their position size and it's like two thousand i've got two thousand dollars in this position and i'm 19 and i'm like oh this is just the i forgot that we're in that we're still in that age it's just the next iteration because i experienced the same thing on the yahoo finance message boards where like someone all you have to do is be really good at branding really good at selling whatever stock that you're pumping and people will believe that you are an authority. People will believe. And that's something I wanted to bring up later. But like, for example, just this last weekend, my TikTok was loaded with financial experts who are talking about, did you see anything about Credit Suisse this yeah. weekend? Yeah. Credit Suisse is a, one of the biggest banks in Europe, one of the biggest banks in the world. And their insurance for their defaulting, their credit default swaps were going up like majorly, which I guess to can indicate that they are maybe facing insolvency issues. So everybody's doing the green screen thing where they're like pointing like, guys, look at this, Credit Suisse. Some woman called it Credit Suisse, and I'm like, oh, so you don't know what you're talking about because you can't even say the fucking name of it, right? But Credit Suisse's um, credit, uh, default swaps are like going through the roof. Everything's about to get really fucking bad. And then I get like prepper guys being like, everything's, I'm telling you, within the next two days, you guys better all go to the store and buy stuff. And then there's all the nuclear war stuff. And I started to kind of feel it myself. I'm like, oh shit, man, maybe I need to start shorting the fuck out of everything as soon as Monday hits. But then Monday morning before the bell, I'm like, 
wait, I've been in this situation before where if everybody online especially is talking about doom and gloom and everything's about to fucking crash and tank, it's probably not gonna. Mm. And I felt really good because I'm like, oh, yeah, this is where my experience comes into play. And this is where it's really a hard thing to develop, but just being able to separate yourself from all of that FUD, as they call it, sure, and making a, a wise decision. So I went really long on Monday and yesterday and today, and that's kind of how I saved my account temporarily. By the way, I'm not always on the brink of like losing my shit. I just had a yeah, bad month, sure. but... Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Lay off. No, no man, he's like he's like pretty cool. No, you're cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Meet him at a party. You'll like him. Yeah. You guys don't think that I'm weird, right? No, yeah, you don't no, think no, that I'm no, too no, weird. No, I don't no, look no. like a big bird. Yeah, I don't look no. like the human version of Big Bird, the Sesame Street character. Because my brother never used to went say that shit to me all never the time. Yeah. No. And then when I see my side yeah. profile, I'm like, damn, that does look like Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. But anyway, yeah, so that's 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 all I'm trying to say. No, sure, yeah. The yeah, social yeah. media can actually be a tool if so you're buy being Credit Suisse. So yeah, what yeah. did you do? Yeah, what did you I say? just I bought a bunch <laughs> of call options on the S P and on On the Dream S P? On the the Dream S P. <laughs> I got some laughs deep, from in here. Deep Thank creator, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the guy? Oh. No, they'll get it. Your audience will get it. Is Don't that worry. the guy who just revealed this? Is why his Samir fate? didn't yeah. like yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he Dream S P. <laughs> Dream S P went over your head and like call option put yeah, whatever yeah, that was yeah. like flew. He over didn't me. even say put. You just threw that out. That was cool. Yeah. Wait, what is the Dream S P? Oh boy, I don't even know if we can. Oh man, let someone. I'm gonna say this. What is it? Dirty or something? Explain it. I'm gonna say this right now. Explain it in the comments. Okay, that's. And I think that's that's a great thing to do. Is like let's let's make sure your audience who knows about the Dream SMP they're going to explain it to you in the audience and you'll be able to understand. Can I guess what it is? And yeah, you don't have yeah, to yeah. Okay, right you you guess what the Dream SMP. All right, I will tell you. I will Ben explain it to you guys. So the Dream SMP was a S M P M P. Fuck! Now I really don't know what it is. I thought it was S. Is it the guy who revealed his face? I already asked that. No, Emil asked it better though. That was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so weird. I don't know. I like, that's why I didn't come talk to you. That right, it's just right. like I can't. You're be, like I don't want to be. A, I don't yeah, want to be associated with his energy. He yeah. just puts off a, ve- a bad vibe. Right. That's why back right, is right. starting to sweat. <laughs> right. See, it's yeah. like this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, I yeah. forgot that you can <laughs> yeah. hear me. Yeah, and we <laughs> yes. can see it too. Yeah. Are you this deep in the game as well, Emil? Like, are you you know no, no, waking no. up in cold sweats about? No, I don't even calling trade. I, and like, shorting and longing. I just. Uh, I just put money in like index funds. Yeah. Cause, uh, cool. Smart. Oh man, I would go, I don't, I don't, I can't do like, we play a fantasy football game and like on Sunday I'm like, I'll just check my phone at 11 PM. Cause I, I would just sit there and look all day. Yeah. Go. I mean, we watched, we watched that one game with Zach and Waleed and I had guys in the game cause I don't watch football. And I was just like, they were like, relax. I was like this motherfucker, he's <laughs> fucking my whole shit up. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't have that. I understand why it's more interesting if you're like betting on sports to watch it but i i, I just can't get involved i know just can't i can't Devices, get involved. I, man yeah i so okay when because you would i've never told like the story owning the whole betting i, I don't ring know if i've told you this story and this is like not i guess it's not it's just representative of who i am i i was one time at a 7-eleven you know about these oh right? yeah they're an la staple yeah you've heard it's about like these? wawa although i was at i went to uc santa cruz mm-hmm. um and so i was up in santa cruz and went to a 7-eleven to I don't know, buy a gatorade or something and there's a lottery ticket and I was like, I've never bought one of those. Let me buy one. And it was a scratch. It was one of the scratch, you know. And I scratched it. And I'm like, it's like a bunch of different ones. And I won five bucks. 
So you bought now five he's in. That's exactly right. That's exactly how they get you. That's how they get you. Pretty amazing. So then I was like, now I have money to buy five of these. And with five, it 5X is my chances of winning the big pot, hmm. 250K. So I bought five. <clears throat> and then I made zero on those five. <laughs> yeah. So then I spent my $5 on the next set of lottery tickets. And I went home and I was literally like, wait, this is the thing. This is how they get you. Right. But I'm susceptible to that. So I can't get involved in any of this. Do you guys think that Mr. Beast will eventually come out with his own line of lottery scratchers? Because <laughs> as you're saying that, I'm like, he, that kind of works. Yeah. I could see you know, him Yeah, I mean, doing I think that. arguably he already has, right? Like when he launched his Feast- uh, Feastables yeah. chocolate bars, like there was like a Willy Wonka golden ticket in all of them and they were scratch off. Like you literally would scratch it off, put the number into the website and see if you won something. And I think some of the prizes were money. Jesus. So like, I think he's done it. Yeah, but I, I don't think he'll do it. Like it, Jimmy cares a lot about his fans experiences. Yeah. So I don't think he would do it in a way where like that you're buying a chocolate bar. Your expectation is you're buying a chocolate bar. Mm -hmm. The, the, the golden ticket to be in one of his videos is a cherry on top. It's a surprise and delight. That's like additional, Mm -hmm. but I don't think he would do it just as like a buy this thing for an opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you would, you would, you are buying it for you, the chocolate. You're buying it for the yeah. chocolate, and then there's an additional layer of gamification on top of it. Yeah, and I think that's that's what he'll you know continue to to sit in of like, okay, he launched a burger chain, so okay, why why are people are going to buy burgers? But what would make it a little bit more interesting, right? Right. Yeah. If the burgers are made by your favorite creators, if you could show up to the burger location and a creator is there. Like yeah. he'll he'll add layers to what's already of value to yeah, it. The majority of your fans' experience can't be a loss. Which yeah. it, it would be in a lottery ticket situation. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which was, yeah, for fans of the California lottery, it's primarily loss. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, it's a bad experience. <laughs> I only buy, if I, if I have a couple bucks in my wallet and I'm getting gas and they sell lottery tickets, I will buy a couple lottery tickets. And I will only buy the California one because you got better odds. The Mega Millions, it's like between 1 and 72, the numbers. California Lotto, it's like one in forty-five. I'm out of this. He told me to do. I was doing it for a while. My problem is, I like, I like fantasize, and so if I have a lottery ticket and the numbers haven't come out yet, I'm like walking around going like, okay, well, so I'm gonna do the thing where you wear the mask to go get the check because you don't want people to know, and then (laughs) oh, so you you got a fucking. I'm like, Uh, you've already had, and I'm like, you're getting lawyers and accountants. We're gonna, we're setting up trusts. We're figuring this whole thing out. (laughs) And I'm yeah, just I, like, don't, I, don't, I can't live like this. I don't, I don't go there. I, I've like, in, again, in college, I bought those lotto tickets and all of these little experiences have just reinforced to me that like, this is not, that's not my world um, at all. Like, I don't know if I'll ever make money through, you know, investments be, beyond like handing the money to someone and saying, you invest this in a, yeah. you know, in an index fund, which is much more comfortable for me. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, Jimmy is his name? Jim, Jimothy, yeah. Jimothy? James. James. James? Yeah, we, we got- His actual name is Jimmy. We just got big time so hard. Ben said Mr. Beast, and you were like, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, my, yeah. my intention- like, The thing about Jim is- Yeah. We actually yeah. call him Jim. Um, my intention was to make you guys feel less than. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. succeeded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim, Jim, I saw, turned yeah. down this billion dollar offer to buy, what was it exactly? They offered to buy his everything? His channel, all yeah, of his like brands. His, his so, holding company. Yeah, his holding company. All of his company. brands, yeah. all of his channels. Yeah. And he said no. Because mm-hmm. he thinks that he's going to be 
bigger than that, obviously. That's why you would turn down I, a billion is because you think that you're going to be worth significantly more. I'll, I'll, I guess, like offer my opinion on why, why, because, you know, we spent a lot of time with him and we, was it about, about like a year, a year ago, we released our like, you know, two hour interview with him. And one of the most, th- one of the things I was most interested in was asking him about his relationship with money. And something that was really interesting is that he kind of talked about how he grew up without a relationship to money. They didn't really have much money. So it wasn't like connected very much. He didn't, he didn't feel like he had a lack of it, but he just didn't have a relationship with it. It was always a tool to unlock experiences. And the more and more time that I, that I spend with him, you know, like, it's not like he has this crazy house. He doesn't have a crazy car. He's like, he said multiple times, he's not that interested in buying material things. So at a certain point, I think all of us can experience, you make a certain amount of money. And if you're not interested in buying material things, then what, what do you use it for? Hunting humans. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's basically just like, I think from my experience with him, his, his, what motivates him is like the game of, of YouTube and sure. like the, the, the desire to, you know, create and, and explore like the, the, where this platform goes, meaning like it's, we haven't seen the numbers that he's pulled on vid- videos, right? We really haven't seen someone regularly get a hundred million views on videos or push into like 250 million views mm. and attract that much of an audience. And I think right now I would say that seems to be the most interesting thing to him or even expanding to his, you know, channels in multiple languages and 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 doing that oh yeah i saw that that's yeah. so smart i mean my perspective on him is that he's like a competitive storyteller yes like he looks at what's happening in traditional media and thinks like that's that sucks i could do so much better with that type of budget and i think he sees youtube as an opportunity to continually like push the bounds of what can happen with storytelling yeah and i don't i don't think that number like a billion dollars for us feels really crazy right like if someone offered me a billion dollars i'd be like i don't even i don't have like a roadmap towards that in my opinion with all the different businesses he's building he has a roadmap himself towards that Hmm. so it it would be like almost stepping out of the game early and like relinquishing control of of what he's doing and i don't think he wants to relinquish control because i think he obviously knows something that a lot of people don't know if a majority of people don't know the way he's built what he's built well it also i think in the clip he says that it was that he doesn't want to give up control and it also sounds like money's not that important to him. That's what I mean. It, it, like, yeah, m- money's not. He likes yeah. using it to do the things he wants to do, but outside of that. I guess I would be curious to hear your guys' answer because I've thought about this a lot recently as like, you know, we went through a lot of years of not making money, like p- uploading YouTube videos, trying to make it as creatives, but just not making money. And you almost stopped at a certain point. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Colin. Yeah, we actually did yeah, stop. We actually like, did. I moved back to the East Coast. Shit. We yeah. stopped, but you couldn't see it from the audience's perspective because it wasn't that long of a period of time it was like a month like we had made the decision but we're still releasing content and then colin moved back and we got this crazy opportunity with um samsung and they came in and like gave us an annual sponsorship oh wow and like that was already he had already moved to philadelphia and i was in la and they offered us that and we kind of like we're like oh yeah. Shit. Like now. So, so you guys had decided we're not going to make any more videos. Yeah. yeah. You were gone. Yeah. Because we were primarily making money as a production company mm-hmm. and we did a couple brand deals, but it was, you know, for like $5,000 and that's just not enough for two guys in LA who are like pushing 30, if not mm-hmm. over 30 at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, we just decided like we didn't go into this to be a production company to make videos for other people. And so, you know, we were friends and had worked together for eight years up to that point, but we were just like, all right, like this has been great, but we don't want to do this anymore the way we're doing it. So went our separate ways. He started applying for jobs. I started applying for jobs, moved home. Damn. Yeah. And then it was January of 2020. We got an email from Samsung that was like, hey, we'll give you a year long contract for your YouTube channel. Well, it was a shorter project first. Yeah. We did a shorter project yeah. first. And, and then, then on the heels of that, it was like, yeah. here's a deal for, you know, what would have you know, helped us. We really could go the entire year just focusing on the YouTube channel. And it was really <laughs> like the universe being like, all right, like, I know you've been working on this for five, six years, but if you really want to do it. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Stick to it. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that rocks. Yeah, it was a cool, it was a really, it was a cool moment at the time. It was really stressful Yeah, because we were kind of like trying to play off uh that like we both still lived in la and every, like everything was normal but like frantically trying to be like all right colin now you need to move back to la you God, need to. Yeah. he had moved with his girlfriend to back Philadelphia. Home. um she had already gotten a job yeah it was oh. low yeah. yeah it was complicated yeah it was really and then and then lockdown happened uh yeah literally like really complicated nba shut down tom hanks got covid yeah, yeah. we finally signed the deal in february yeah and we had like two grand left in our bank account and we used it for tickets for me and my girlfriend and, and, an, Airbnb. and an Airbnb for a month. Yeah. And some scratch offs. And then it the last was scratch offs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. been scratching under the table the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what were you going to say in relation so to So what I was going to say in relation to that is we went through that time and, you know, at that time when you, like when you don't have money or capital, money is the biggest problem. You know, it's a sure. massive problem in your life. When you start to come into it, I think one of the things that I've started to evaluate is like how much is enough because when you go from living in like a scarce landscape right when you're first starting out anything um you live in like scarcity mindset you don't have especially on youtube you're starting out you don't have enough views you don't have enough money you don't have enough opportunity you don't have like all this stuff is so scarce mm -hmm. and then as you come into you know things clicking and it working you, you live in this world of abundance where every day there's a new opportunity in your inbox and you start having to actually decipher, like, what do I say yes to? What do I say no to? Right. And from a financial perspective, I had to take a step back and be like, okay, I'd like to buy a, a house and I'd like to be able to live the current lifestyle I live and I'd like to provide for my family. I don't know what else I need money for. Mm. And so then you do the calculation and you're like, okay, that's not, that's not like an astronomical amount of money. Yeah. It's like three to five million dollars, something like that. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I'm curious, like, if you guys have thought about that of like, hey, this is this is enough money for us, or if it's just kind of like a game or what it is to like make money. I guess understanding like as you push into your 30s, like, what is your desire when it comes to making money? Do you want? Yeah, sure. How much money you guys want? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I my number used to be three million dollars, but then it three million dollars a year or three no, million dollars total. total. You yeah. could just like I calculated it out, and it's like with three million dollars, the dividends you could earn from that would be a little over a hundred grand a year, and that's perfect. Sure, that's all I would need. I just want to live close to the beach, be able to go surfing every day, and learn how to cook better and feed myself, and maybe pop out a couple kids. Sure. Well, a girl would have to do that. <laughs> I'd have to convince a girl to kiss me first and then have a... <laughs>
That's true. There's some logistical things yeah. you're gonna have to take care of. You have to solve for that. that yep. first. Uh, yeah. But now that number's like five million because it's because the way girl more expensive and because yeah. the girl needs. Yeah, the girl. She needs you to. gotta yeah. bribe someone. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, and then you know I do really like trading. I love seeing that. The rush? Yeah, it's and it's not even a rush so much because that's a bad feeling. You, you <laughs> yeah. cannot, that can become addictive in its own right and then you start making bad decisions. You make, hey, I made 50 grand or whatever and then you start to chase that and that's how you lose it and then some. Um, I feel like everything you're talking about just quickly, it like relates to being a uh, YouTube creator as well or a social media creator who's like chasing the algorithm, right? That that validation of like, oh, we did that that thing and that mm-hmm. rewarded us in this way. Oh, I've had. That, ooh, that gave us 10 yeah. million views or a million views. And you're like, I want that that feeling again. And you almost like overlook what the substance is of your content or the substance of the value that you wanted to bring to an audience. Mm -hmm. And you just go for that adrenaline rush of like numbers on a screen. Yeah. It's literally numbers on a screen that are going up. Yeah. You know, should we, that seems like a good place to transition to social or do you want to, sorry, do you want to answer what's your number? How much money do you (laughs) need for your girlfriend? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The girl to get to kiss you, dude. (laughs) How much do I have to pay you guys? (laughs) Okay, I'll get it. Motivate me. Comment in the comments how much I need to kiss you. <laughs> Do not open that door. And yeah. then that's what I'll Let's make. Stick to the, the you dream guys SMP. Are all Just my dream girls. Dream um, no, I mean, yeah. As long as I can. Also, we talk about this a lot on the show. Like, yeah, you know, these billionaires who like just refuse to bow out, and they're. It just seems like they're addicted to just getting their dick pushed in every day and they're like <laughs> they're like no i'm just like in the game though i love it i lo- like and and they'll get asked like you know why don't you just fucking bow out and like let someone else take over and they're like i just love making stuff i love creating blah blah and i'm like if i had anything close to what this guy had you'd never fucking see me again why is he yeah. doing this just like i mean i think he, zuckerberg was on rogan and he was yeah. he was like uh, it feels like every day I wake up and I'm getting punched in the stomach. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? There's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. stop. Um, so, I mean, it's like whatever. Especially if you have that feeling. Right. If, if you're if you're a billionaire and you're like, I wake up and I really enjoy being around this team and building startups and whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, sure. It's compulsive. Like fucking, you know, Adam Newman just got $350 million from Mark Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, People are like, wow, I can't believe he pulled it off, blah, blah. And I'm like, why does he want to do it again? They did podcasts, TV yeah. shows, like all the stuff where people are just dunking on him. They're like, this guy's a fucking loser, a fraud. Like, we hate him. Look at his weird wife. And you're like, why just fucking Wait. leave, man? What's the deal with his wife? <laughs> She's like, I don't know, like a cousin of Gwyneth Paltrow or something. And they were like, she had this weird hippy dippy idea for a school. Who knows? But like, go, you have enough money. Go buy a plot of land in Vermont and like start your weird school. I remember you likened it to, you already won the game now you're just spiking the football but you're not <laughs> and that, i love that at, a, at one yeah. point yeah. it was that but then they're looking around going they're like put me back on the 99 yard line again i want to see if i can do it yeah. you're like why it's it fucking... 100 to 0 you <laughs> won yeah. Yeah. and so i don't have that in me at all i'm like if i get it you'll never see me again i'm gonna fucking you know i'm gonna buy houses for my family and then we're gonna one big house everybody lives there together no some kind of uh i don't okay. know we'd have to have our own space but I mean, you get older and you're like, what makes me feel good? And uh, the thing that makes me feel the best is like being around, you know, not just family, but like friends and like you start to cherish it more. I, it's a big thing from being from the East coast. It's hard to be in LA. You realize it's, you know, it's so hard to go to weddings. Like you get calls from your friends and you're like, does does this not connect with you I think it's time to connect. (laughs) Yeah, no, I had a conversation with my brother this morning and I've had it with him all the time. I, I think it. 
And I find it to be really difficult to live here. Oh, it's, it's so hard. I have these conversations with friends and I'm like, I forget how many kids they have. And I'm like, oh shit, I haven't met that one yet. Yeah. And these are like, you know, people I grew up with. I love them. And it's, uh, Same. I feel so removed from that conversation. And then I get reminded when I get on the phone with them or something. And sometimes even my own family, like I know obviously like my nieces and nephews and stuff, but I'm so out of the loop sometimes yeah. out here. Um, but even just like culturally, it's so different. Oh, one, I mean, oh, dude. I, I go back to New York a lot to see friends and stuff. And I'm just, I mean, the, the, the people there don't exist here. Yeah. And I, yeah. So, I mean, I've just realized how important that is to me to be around the people who just make you feel like the most yourself and like, oh man, so just you think money's going to get people to surround you. No, but I can fucking get the fuck out no, of LA, buy a fucking brownstone in New York yeah. and so, just so, ride my bike and hear people shouting like, oh, fuck you, fuck you. So yeah. Your, your nice. financial Doesn't, goal is yeah. to exit the trillionaire podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow, dude, if that's how you really feel. <laughs> I'm just trying to get enough money to get off this fucking show. No, 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 like, no. We were talking about how we just want to like get off the internet. I that's yeah. basically my answer now is I just want to make enough money so that I don't have to be online anymore. <laughs> being online is what like an amazing story. It kind of it kind of it's exhausting, but I love it at the same. Like I yeah, love yeah. doing. I would do this for no, free. No, this is the coolest thing in the world, yeah. and I'm so happy to do it. Honestly, like this is when I'm. This is probably when I'm the most happy. Mm. When I like then have to go back out into the world. Uh, like I think pretty much every episode we do there is someone writing on that screen and the fucking show. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't fucking want to. I want to keep doing this. It's yeah. fun. I like hanging out with Ben and like trying to make funny things happen. Um, You know, I don't know if, are you familiar with, you know how long Bruce Springsteen's concerts are? Yeah, of course. Well, that, yeah. that's like 14 songs as an encore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But so, I mean, I think in his book, he talks about how, uh, you know, it was like his, uh, he didn't want to get off stage because he was like, I know this feels right. Like I like playing music with my friends and I want to do this for as long as I can. So I'm going to go until my band members are like, we got to get off the fucking stage. And so I'm like, this is good. I like, I know how to do this. I think but that, then I go out there and that I'm like, level of like subjective happiness or subjective, like enoughness is, is just so absent from the current conversation. Um, because even on, on YouTube, you know, things are like, gauged by these success metrics of, of views or subscribers or, you know, and I mean, they literally are, you're working towards like, we just crossed a million subscribers and something we wanted to do for a very long time. And we get a gold plaque from right. YouTube, which is awesome. The next plaque you get is 10 million. Fuck. And I, I, we've been talking about this. Like I don't have another subscriber aspiration now. Like I really just being in a, um, someone who made videos on YouTube for a long time and had never crossed this threshold, this is exciting and really fun and something that we wanted to get to. At this point, I really don't have another, like this is enough for me from a subscriber perspective. Right. Like this is crazy to me that there was a million people that pressed a button for us. That's crazy. Now I just want to make sure our videos are providing value and that we're enjoying making the videos. And I, I think that that conversation sometimes isn't as present in whether it's the financial conversation or the the creator conversation of like because all of this is somewhat infinite right even like as a creator you can just always make another video or make a short or make something that's going to get more views you could always be adding more subscribers we haven't seen where this you know right. like where where the end of the universe is it's it's ever expanding and so i think that's challenging that I, th I think the most helpful thing is to have the conversation around like what 
what is enough for for you? Is this what this podcast is about? No, this is great. Okay, good. I love yeah. this. All right, and just they make love, sure. <laughs> it seems like my people... wife is a therapist. If you have, <laughs> if you can't tell, yeah. Uh, is that helpful or or uh, is, does it present pro- more problems? Than I had to promise her two million dollars. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's incredibly helpful. Yeah, man. it's so helpful. It's also um, the first time that Mr. Beast called me. I got off the phone and my eyes were lit up and I went downstairs and I looked at my wife and I was like, Mr. Beast just called me. She looked at me and she goes, you know, someone named Mr. Beast. <laughs> and I was like, yes, wife, come on. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's so refreshing that she's not yeah. in my world Oh, that must be. So and funny. is just more like looking at me and, and pushing those conversations of like, what about this world makes you happy? And just, you know, do that part. Yeah. You know, and like it's so refreshing that I don't have someone that's, you know, oh, that, that in the space. Yeah. The thing that she got really like excited about was when we were on How I Built This with Guy Raz, because Guy Raz to her is like the celebrity in the household. I don't know if you guys listen to that show, yeah. but he, I don't he's know. like, heard of it. You've heard of it. He's like an NPR host. Yeah. And, and he's fantastic. He's a great interviewer. But like, that's like her, when that happened, she was like, I don't know. That's Your the world's colliding. Yeah. That was like the world's colliding yeah. moment. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the, you, you mentioned earlier the getting that first like taste, that first hit, and then trying to kind of replicate it. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Vine. Like Vine, that was where I first, that was my first introduction to the internet. I was a little cynic like when YouTube first came out. My method, my means of consuming videos and sending them to friends i don't even remember what it was like before youtube it was just e-bombs world or yeah random websites or like downloading them and then emailing them to people and i would make videos and just email them to friends and try to get them to laugh and then when youtube came out i just thought this is stupid like well i don't even remember what the fuck i think it's I have an older brother who's incredibly cynical and that rubbed off on me way too much. And I just remember thinking, yeah, it's like Sam said, it's fucking stupid. And blah. and then sometime later, you know, whenever Vine came out, 2013, it was this, I was like just balls deep in school and college and I just, uh, I hadn't had a creative outlet and I didn't need, I lost count at that point. And uh, I was starting to get into Twitter, and because Twitter had bought it and then released it, all these people that I followed were doing stuff with it, and I got into it. And it wasn't for like a year on it that I would see any kind of success, but I eventually, you know, I started figuring out, oh, what, what do people like, but also what do I like doing? And I liked making jokes and making people laugh on there and doing funny shit. And when it started, like, there was a kind of algorithm thing going on with it. Uh, when it picked up, it was like, oh, shit, now I get it. And I didn't know yet how the money might come, and it never did with Vine. But um, I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. But it's well, just... The- you talking about, like, the first rush you get yeah. of, like, posting something and then having feedback? Yeah. and people, that is a crazy People rush. telling yeah. me, like... I like that thing that you did. Yeah. Keep doing it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Dance, monkey. And I liked that. I thought, okay, cool. And you dance. You like that, and I'll dance for you, baby. <laughs> yeah. And I had Let's a couple dance. things that 
that I did that people really liked and, and what'd you do? Yeah, do one of the there things. Was, uh, there was there was a see if we like it. Oh no, now everybody's watching. Do the thing. There just look up my fucking Vine compilations or some shit. I don't but like know. what type of thing? You're like doing voices, talking to yourself. Yeah, there was like... one series. It's kind of hard to explain. I, I got one. I can do it for him. What? Yeah, do it. I because someone sent uh, one of his comp. I had never seen his Vine. Someone sent one. He goes like, uh, oh, here we are. oh, you're gonna oh, terribly. Go. No, no, ben no. Ben Convine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty minutes. Um, Just bought a parakeet. Oh shit. Does he get it? Oh, okay. These are just random. Hold like, on, that's hold my on. dog hey, eating let, a fucking let, let mosquito. Mine is brought to you by Avino. Avino. It puts the Avino on its skin, or it gets the Jergens again. It goes in fast. That's a funny. Okay. The, 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 the you, don't to explain it. you don't need to explain <laughs> it. No, no, no. You can't because there's no titles. Like what the fuck is this? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, that's See? funny. Yeah, yeah you get it. Funny. Okay. Anyway, okay. Oh, one of them was. Wait, wait. I can't hear anything. What's happening? Scary Uncle Ben. Let's do it. Do what? <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. So anyway, right. there was, was one. Great. There was one series where I, I I summed up I summed up movie plot lines via a fictional or a fictitious character in those movies. Fictional. Yeah, fictional. Thank you. Yeah. What did I say? Fictional. 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 <laughs> Uh, you make him nervous. Yeah. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. But that that worked, and like that really, people really liked that shit. And then, um, and then when Vine ended, everybody went to YouTube. Some people went to YouTube. Cody being a great example. Yeah. Cody, uh, he had no problem just saying, "Okay, fuck it, I'm gonna go start this again." And I remember when he crossed like the five thousand subscriber threshold, and I was like, "Damn, that's cool. I should get into YouTube." But then I thought, "Nah, man, I, I'm too late." I'm too late. It's, Amazing. Um, you're like, I'm too I'm late. Too I'll, old. Get in, I'll get in 10 years from now. <laughs> I, 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 I yeah. Well, I, I thought, I don't I'm know 20, what. I'm 23. There's yeah. no future yeah. over there. For me. Well, I thought, what's my thing going to be? Because I all in, until that point, all I knew how to do was do Vine. The, the lotion comedy. You could have yeah, done the, the lotion. Yeah. Can, so he does a bunch of those. He yeah, goes yeah. Like, there were like fake ads. Uh, yeah, it's this, funny. That this Vine's sponsored by Nalgene Water Bottles. The, the bottle and the... Thanks, man. No, Emil, yeah, you're no, doing great. for summing up my thing. <laughs> that I, now I get the vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, good. that's funny. That's what I'm saying. I like do it for them. Yeah. They like seeing yeah. the then, thing. But then, okay, so then I had a a uh, years without making anything on the internet, aside from like tweeting, just like making stupid jokes. And then a couple years ago, uh, I really liked the show Succession, and I was really high, and I was doing a couple impressions of a couple of the characters, making myself laugh. And long story short, I made this parody video where I am all the different characters and I sum up the first two seasons in it and it like blew the fuck up on Twitter, not even on fucking okay. YouTube. Someone ripped it and put it on YouTube and it got like a million views made and I was like, yeah. damn, that sucks. And I just, I commented and I'm like, hey, this is mine. Can you just like put my name in the fucking oh, in the this is the second one oh that one then, what oh, pisses me off series. what yeah. pisses me off well i did this the third season i made it twice as long i incorporated two new characters and it didn't even get as many views and i thought that this one was way funnier but that gave me when that first one really took off i was like oh i forgot how this feels yeah. this is so good and nobody was giving me any feedback it was just something that was born out of an idea that i had and it made me want to like get into other shit and do more things and then now we're doing this podcast and I want to start doing like longer form stuff but it's yeah it's hard what's stopping you the, it it feels like 
From idea to final product, there are so many steps in between. There are. Yes. And that's it. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> yeah, yeah there are. That's, 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 it, it, yeah. This thing is, it's, it's hard. There it's are not a, it's like, like, a time. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, we can, we can kind of name the people who make up this modern democratic creator landscape. And that's because there's not that many because it's hard. Mm. Right. Like yeah. it's fucking hard to do this. Uh, yes. To, to have an idea in your head and then have it play out on video and then figure out how to distribute it. That is a hard thing to do. Like, it's incredible to me that it's the most desired job right now you know, amongst young people is to become a creator. Why Um, do you think that is? Because I think actually you take YouTube creator out of it. And it's like fame, it was always interesting, right? Being an artist, being a creative, that was always interesting. Um, We always watched stories on, on, in the movies or in plays about people who had done something that everyone respected or people were able to gain notoriety or fame through doing an act. And I think that that's always been exciting. And then it became democratic. So now you're you're a kid and you're saying, wait a second, I have a phone too. Mm. So now you have this belief that it's possible. So I, to me, it, of course, it's the most desired thing to do because right. it's, it's possible. Um, but that doesn't mean it's, it's going to happen. Like there are so many steps in between. I have a phone and an idea and this is my career. There's unbelievable amounts of steps there. And there's that double-edged sword of, it's democratic, which means people can downvote it. People can not like it. Mm-hmm. People can, it can flop. And that I think is also a deterrent for someone like me is like, I don't want to even. They took the downvote, but you can't even see the downvote. Yeah. That's yeah, true, man. Okay. Thank you. It's yeah. <laughs> very yeah. true. But it's like, oh, if I do this thing, like I, I followed up with this. I very quickly was like, okay, I got to make something else. So I made like a Papa John's um parody kind of thing it was right after he went crazy yeah. Yeah. and i made this parody and i thought it was great it did not do but that doesn't well but it follow still good. the same trajectory which is crazy but yeah. like succession to papa john's is a big jump it's a totally different yeah. thing it's a different thing and it feels similar and it's still you yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, I can it's do it. I'll thing. try a different character. And I, do I think you didn't thing. care though that it didn't do well. No, because I liked it, and I thought <laughs> that that's a. That, but that's a that's good evolved. Lesson. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's evolved. very evolved because I feel like most young people actually want to get into this career because it's a career where uh, you get approval based on your identity or at least the perception of that, mm-hmm. right? So like, yes, there's money in it, but it's also views, subscribers, or whatever is deemed as like approval of an identity of like, oh, this is just you being you, but. 33 or 60,000 or 100,000 people have watched it and said like, yeah, like I'll watch you guys. That's great. Yeah. So it's much harder to go the inverse way and like have a, a negative reaction and then still feel like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And it's not even that it was negative. It just was like, it didn't, it was just underwhelming. It was yeah. just, you know, cause it came, I did it months after it was still so topical. There's something Colin said uh, in one of our podcasts recently around um, like the, we used to think this was, the business of self-expression, like mm. monetizing self-expression. Um, but actually, like when you think about what you d- what you did with the succession one, like probably what the audience wanted was a part three and a part four and a part yes. five. And it's we th- we talk about the spectrum of artist to distributor. So an artist is someone who has like something inside of them. They want to say it. Whether or not we had phones, whether or not we had the internet, there's always been artists, right? Artists want to express something. Uh, a distributor is all the way on the other end of the spectrum who's like, the studio executive who's making the decision that they want a, another Spider-Man because it puts butts in seats, right? 
And as a creator, you actually have to kind of find yourself in the middle of that. Mm. You have to think like a distributor of like what you have to empathize with what the audience wants next. But if you hate making it, you're not going to last. So you also have to have that artistry of like, mm. I, I want to express this. So the creators that have lasted the longest are somewhere in the middle there of artist and distributor. They have to be able to think like, what's the next thing that this audience is expecting from me and what do they want? And then you have to see if that overlaps with what I want to make. Mm. Right. You think about like on TikTok, um, this account to touch an emu, this guy, uh, there was like a drone that went around him and he danced kind of. Oh subtly. yeah. I, saw, mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Amazing. Yeah. Do you want to watch him do something different? Nope. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> I don't care. Keep doing the dance thing. <laughs> yeah. Man. You dance, know, dude. Yeah. Isn't that kind of depressing though? I mean, yeah. especially no, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's the reality. It's not the business yeah. of self-expression right. yeah. all the time. And, and but I think. Mm-hmm. Before all of this, there was, I mean, this all always existed, right? You had to make sure you were giving people what they wanted in some kind of way. Or you didn't. I mean, there were people who were or like, I don't yeah. care. And they died broke. And then later people found their shit, right, whatever. Right. But, Which is f- completely also fine. That's the business or not the business, but that's just being an artist. But I do think it, you know, I mean, that guy's probably not the best example, but I'm sure there are a lot of people who feel trapped in this thing they got famous for now because the internet blows you up and they're like, I just want to. I just want to do something else. I'm the dancing and, buck and, guy. And, buck. <laughs> and we'll never get, not only that, like, it's just like, we'll, we'll never get to see it. Or like, we won't give it a chance because we're like, no, you're that fucking thing. Especially you're not an a, artist. In a world of this many creators now, like this much content that I can consume, yeah. the way we're consuming it in like a very rapid, you know, pace between shorts and, and TikTok, like we are, we are at this point, I think the scary thing about some of these these platforms and um, how they're building is that we are almost not interested in the creator themselves. We're interested in the feed, right? The stream of like this algorithm getting better and better at knowing what to feed us next. Um, the reason why I like YouTube and YouTube shorts is because then at least the short can lead you into the channel, which has a environment of the creator on tiktok we always say like if you take the top creators and you just take them off of tiktok it's still enjoyable because the for you page is enjoyable Mm. so it's not really about the creators it's about you creating content for their stream and and essentially creating like a surface for when someone learns when the algorithm learns like oh this person really reacts well to cooking videos you make cooking videos that people watch all the way through now it's in but right. do you think that that's just because I agree with you, and that is, but is that just our like old guy perspective? Are there people like the the people who have like seventy million TikTok followers? Are they, let's say they're nineteen, twenty years old? Are they logging on to TikTok with a completely different objective? It's, are they viewing them as the personalities that they are? Would their TikTok experience be different if they were suddenly gone from it? Their favorite creators. Yeah. Maybe. I wonder. Yeah, maybe. I think we've seen a lot of the the biggest TikTok creators transition over to YouTube, mm-hmm. similar to Vine, right? Your experience. Like some of the biggest creators today came from Vine, which mm-hmm. is so interesting. And I think you learn a lot in short form content that can then be applied. Um, you build an audience, you learn a lot, but you have to transition them over to a longer format right. space. Eventually. Eventually. Because making money on TikTok is... But it's also like you're reducing the depth with the audience. Like this, if someone, it, it, the people who are here beginning to end on every single one of your podcasts, you have an incredible depth with them. They're listening to your voices for longer than they talk to their mom during the week, probably. Sad. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> Call your moms. Call your mom. Call your moms Please. or dads or. Yeah. Whoever's alive. Significant your parent, other. Yeah. yeah. Your guardian. Yeah. Your guardian. <laughs> Call someone. Yeah. But you're not talking to them for two hours. Yeah. You know? And you guys are 
doing the show for sometimes two yeah. hours, right? Yeah. Between that and like bonus content, yeah, we are really, yeah. Yeah, some people spend a lot of time with us. Yeah, in, How, in, in their ear. Like in, you're occupying the space between their ears, like in their head, you know? So like your depth of relationship there is is way more than a like really catchy short form piece of content yeah. that I pass by. So do you think I don't even know how to phrase? Well, I guess. Wait, can I ask a question? That just says, do you like websites? As as we're as we're like talking about this, I'm curious how how do you guys feel about oh the God. the instant feedback that creators get now, that like artists get now. In what way, like? You know, just what you're talking about, and you have to be artist and distributor at the same time. You know. Do you think that's good for creators or bad for creators that they like immediately are exposed to exactly what mm-hmm. people think about it immediately or and you know that might not even be the real thought like how many times have you sat you know listened to an album and you're like kind of pissed and you're like that album sucked and then you get come back to it like 2 weeks later and you're like wait this album is one of my favorite fucking albums and so like but you just get if you are an online creator you get whatever person that moves in an immediate like I hate this, this episode. Guy. Sucks. I mean, the amount Emil of times sounded like shit. Ben Ben is more, you know, willing to interact and stuff. You know, if someone leaves a negative comment or something, he'll be like, because sometimes people are <laughs> surprisingly negative or whatever. And he he Ben will be like, "Whoa, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know we had that effect or whatever." And the person weirdly like backs off and is like, "Oh, I don't even know why I wrote that. I didn't. <laughs> oh yeah. I I don't mean that at all. I love you guys, and it's it's so it's this bizarre." thing where as someone creating something you're like experiencing it with an audience at all times and not only that they can then like dm you and be like i don't like you and you're like i'm sorry i'll (laughs) I'll change tell me what to do yeah i do find real fast i do um i do find myself sometimes trying to satisfy the most vocal critic Mm. i liked it when you guys talked more about stocks within now you guys banter too much in the first 15 minutes and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. We, right. We will get back <laughs> and, to it. And there's just, a t- I mean, and if you yeah. look at comments versus views, the yeah. majority of people are just watching the show and they're not, and I, I have no idea how they feel, but someone will leave a comment and say, and I'm like, we got to change the format of the show. The whole, we're doing something different. Of course. I mean, to- we're susceptible to that. Yeah, of course. For sure. Yeah. In a major way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think one thing that's helped is that we have a Reddit now. And Subreddit. I like calling it the Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds more I'm prestigious. Trying, I'm, I'm working on calling it the subreddit. Anyway, it's technically correct. <laughs> yeah. So what happens there is like our audience will uh, post something there, and then it's like democratically upvoted. And if it has a bunch of up- upvotes and it's at the top, it's like, oh, that's something that collectively this group of people who's really passionate actually cares about and believes in and agrees with. Whereas on YouTube, one post can just be like, you guys banter too much in the beginning. Yeah. No one else has even read that in the comments. No one's voted that that's true. But you read it and you're like, oh, that guy's got, he must be right. Yeah. We need to change that. So I think that's a way where like we've been able to actually put our community in one place and have them vote upon things that they're actually uh, passionate about and like united on. And you're yeah, asking them for that. No, no, we don't ask No, we don't ask They also just yeah. post things they like, whatever, like commentary but about I'm going to say that's We're tough to hear because I, I am getting, I'm getting ripped apart on our Reddit on the, on the daily. Really? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to say though, I would, I would, um, the thing that we are really aggressive about is the definition of who our audience member is and what the value prop is to them. Mm-hmm. And for us, our audience is made up of aspiring creators, career creators, and people work in the creator industry. Okay. So those are like our three audience buckets. And the value prop is education. 
They're, they're there to learn about the business of being a creator. So every bit of our show, we try and make sure it's tied back to that value prop. Now, if someone doesn't like the show and we're doing our best and we're confident that it's delivering on that value prop for that audience, they might not be a part of our target audience. That's okay. You know, we're, we're not for everybody. And again, that's, I think, like the, the, the way we are going to build a long-term career is by building depth, by providing that value to that audience, not to just generally provide value to anyone who comes around and is like, right. I came to this show for um, comedy. You guys aren't being funny. Like for us, we're like, well, you know, we try our best to be funny at times, but if it's not a part of the educational value of the show, it's going to get removed. So right. you're in the wrong place. It's also about the audience that you want to build. If That's you guys I mean, want to yeah. banter, then like, don't take it and out of banter. the episode. Because yeah, then right. you'll- Let us. Yeah, let them banter. Well, let so, us. Yeah. Chill guy 420 <laughs> out there. That's not very chill of you. Yeah. It's not think, very 420 of you. <laughs> I think we're in a weird position where I think there's a- I think there's a lot of different people who come here for a lot of different reasons. And so like, but what know. do you want the reason to be? Well, I mean, that's the, like, if people enjoy the show, I just want them to enjoy the show. So, but like, if we had like a hundred trillionaire mindset fans, I think like at least 50 or 60 would be like, they just like hearing me and Ben talk. Yeah, and then there would be yeah. like five guys who are just like fuming that we are not just straight stock talk and i'm like buddy it's been 53 episodes <laughs> yeah like, and we've yeah. never point, been not, and there's yeah. places like, for you and they're just like <laughs> and yeah. and then there's like i don't know maybe like 10 guys who are like tweeting at ben like one of us one of us one of us because they think they're the same and then i don't know like 30 people who are just uh who fully like the, you know, finance and politics and comedy. Yeah. Wait, so that brings me to this question. What's the special special sauce for longevity we have here in the outline? But like, mm. really though, and it seems like you've kind of answered that in a roundabout way that sure. you you find your audience, you do what, first of all, what you want to do. Yeah. Um, you find the value that the audience is looking for and you just kind of consistently deliver, right? Yeah, we have this definition um, that we call content market fit, which is three items. There's what you want to make, what your audience wants to watch, and what the algorithm wants. Mm. And the reality of being in this career is that all three of those things have to be checked on. That said, you know, one month from now, we might all of a sudden be like, we don't want to make this show anymore. Mm -hmm. But the audience wants it and the algorithm likes it. And that's a problem. We have to address that. That's a problem. If any of those get checked off we have to address it if the algorithm's like i don't want two hour interviews anymore you know we have to then say oh, man but we still want to make it the audience still likes it how do we adjust now to make sure that this is fitting into making sure that all three of those things are checked on so i think the creators who have done it you know Rhett and link who we who we interviewed recently for for 15 years have been making together they're just constantly kind of playing with what works and what they want to do mm. And you have to find a balance between those two things. Again, if you if you find a thing that works, but you don't want to do it, it's like. Yeah, we have two of those three. We're kind of, we we haven't yet gotten into the algorithm part yet. We, and that's where we're kind of not struggling, but it's like, okay, do we have to tweak anything and try to get into there? What is it? And we're just kind of. Yeah. hoping that maybe the algorithm, the computer God will say, okay, my sons, we will 
select you and congratulations you're now in the feeds i think my problem is that i always want to do what like we want to do and i'm not good about thinking about that and i think so i mean i basically i stopped reading youtube comments because i was like this is painful for me i don't like you know you know what yeah. read them on this episode i bet <laughs> you're gonna want to know about the dream smp <laughs> right i will read for that you're gonna read about the dream smp i so. read the i read because we have the tmg studios app i read those because you know it's fun those are subscribers and we're like interacting with them and uh but yeah i'm bad at you know i want i want to do what we want to do and then people to enjoy that that's obviously a huge you know insane thing to say but no, that's not insane yeah. at all. That's I wouldn't underscore like the value of originality because I think a lot of creators that we speak with are thinking about how to be better than what's in their genre, but not many people think about how to be original. Yeah. Right. We're original. There this is an original. nobody yeah. like us yeah, yeah. out there. Well, I By think the way, it is 4.30. But I, just no, I, so you know. Oh, oh, sorry. I read wow. that. I was trying to be subtle with it, but I read it. I read it. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. You mean you subreddit? it? I subreddit. it. Whoa! Whoa! Wait, so my we... mic is falling. Oh yeah, keep the no, keep the arm, the main part of the arm over the wood. I see. There I see. I've go. been leaning back. I hope yeah. the camera's been catching. That might okay. have been out of focus the whole time. Do we want to talk about Mr. Elon Musk? Because yeah. that's something we got to feed that. Um, what did I going? say? Chill dude, four twenty. Five seventy two. Five seventy two. Yeah, cool. something to keep in mind. Yeah. Five seventy two on the calculator. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I actually got. Well, mine's not even on. Um, do you think um, some of those like calculator companies from back in the day are still around? Or do you Texas, Texas, Texas Instruments. Texas, Texas Instruments. Yeah. Dude, they're are publicly they, traded. They kill it. Do you, you kill still, it? Do you yeah. still need one of those if you're in high school? I guess Like a so. CI-83? Probably. Yeah, because they there? won't let you use your phone, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. Hey, comment yeah. if you are in high school and yeah. use... Let's see. What's the high school calculator vibe <laughs> yeah. right now? Which camera? Yeah, am I let us know at? that one. Okay, cool. Can Can you Google Texas Instruments stock? I think it's TI, but I think that I want to say that they're like a twenty billion dollar company or something like That's that. That's incredible. Well, they pivoted hard. They yeah, make look, uh, at wow. look at that stock. They make weapons now, and um, <laughs> is that good? By the way, it's just green. By the way, I'm so simple when it comes to stock. Whoa, just, they're a hundred and fifty three billion dollar company, <laughs> and they make eighteen point three four billion in revenues. Jesus H. <laughs> Is it? Do they literally just sell calculators? It says yeah. they can't be. They do uh, design and manufacture semiconductors and various integrated okay. circuits. Uh, Fantastic! That sounds expensive. fantastic. They just did. They just did calculators as a side hustle. Wow! Apparently. Wow! Jesus That's just Christ! Amazing. So Elon. Elon. Yeah. Yeah. Elon. I. What is? What is your guys' take on him buying? So if Twitter? anyone doesn't know, Elon first said he wanted to buy Twitter, and then he said. No, actually, I don't want to buy Twitter. And then he got sued and he said, actually, I'll settle for the exact amount I said I would buy it for because Elon is a businessman. It's a classic case <laughs> yeah. of no takesy backsies. I don't know if we've ever seen a settlement <laughs> for the exact price yeah. you offered. Carl Icahn, uh, whose last name is similar to mine, but with an I in front of it. Thank you, Ben. But... <laughs> After Elon backed out, guys, that's the value prop of this show. Yeah, right there, there, yeah. there that it was. kind of shit. That's yeah. what people sign up that's and people, tune in for. Yeah, yeah, that's why they're pressing the subscribe button. But uh, he, this fucking billionaire guy, made like a quick two hundred million dollars. He just bought. I, I guess he probably saw, read the tea leaves, and figured he's either going to get forced to buy it or he's going to do it on his own. So when the stock dropped after he backed out, this guy bought however much, a hundred or six hundred million dollars worth or something. And now you know he just made like two hundred million fucking. You know what? Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, great. Uh, that's great, man. Jesus. I'll tell you what. I'm not logging in to yeah. Robinhood. Yeah. I'm not logging in for 10 years. 
I still get the tax document emails from them and I'm just like, fuck off. Yeah. And I had like eleven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but so are you guys yeah. big on do you use Twitter a lot? I just want to disclose I do own uh, three shares. <laughs> Wait, of yeah. Twitter? You, yeah. you own no, three? I, yeah, I just want to make sure everybody knows that before we go Congratulations. Thank Wait, you. Wait, yeah. so on the buyout. When yeah, did you buy it? Uh, I'll get like 150 bucks. Wow. Dude, that's yeah. huge. You can get me a gift. I'll think about it. In exchange? <laughs> Wait, so that's how it works? When you make money, you buy him a yeah, gift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I make yeah. money, I buy him lunch. I never yeah, do, I'll, but we'll say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll think about it again. I don't know. Yeah, this is like, this level of success is new for me. And I'm, yeah. What kind of gift do you buy? What'd you get me? A getaway? Uh, yeah. I haven't used it. He yet. hasn't it's used like, it. It's you been can, two years. You can like go to a cabin. Two years. You can go to a cabin and yeah. yeah. You got to use it before. It, I know. Probably before you lose expire. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, I don't even know where the slip is. I, oh, so you don't have it. So it's, it's a, I'm sure it's a, <sighs> one of those things that's like it's around the house somewhere. I'm gonna yeah, find it in my email and just go. Sure. That's, that's actually a good idea. They. Yeah. I. I. One of the fucking TikTok things that I get is they will farm stuff from Reddit, and there's often like, what are some of the most unethical life hacks? And this person says, if you gift someone a gift card of any kind, keep the number and just check in on it in a year. Oh, wow. And you can Great check hack. it digitally. And if they haven't used it, just use it. Fantastic. <laughs> I love that. probably forgotten right. about it. You might as well use Dude, it. Dude, I, I gave my brother a very expensive massage gift card that I'm confident he has. Wait, you want to hear a fucked up story? Yeah, let's get into that. Right? It wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. And so then what, what guys, you just oh, interrupted. Way, no, we're going to come back to Elon Musk and Twitter. Just yeah, we'll, we will we'll get, get there. Stay tuned. And at the end of the show, we're going to get to a New Jersey connect from <laughs> Emil and Colin. You guys have been waiting for the last Big hour and a half for this connect. It's going to happen. So stay tuned. There's a massage place I go to in L.A. So I, I've gone like twice. And my mom knew that I went there and I was having neck problems. She got me to for Christmas. And then I had gotten a girlfriend a gift card there. Oh, a girl. Before we broke a lady. Before we broke up. Oh, okay. And oh. then and it's weird when when they don't have a good system for putting it in the other, other person's name. So the one I got my girlfriend at the time was in my name and the one my mom got me was in her name. Mm. So I went in there to get a massage. And I said, yeah, I should have one for Emile DeRosa. They were like, great, you're all good. And then like two months later, I get like, you know, these text messages like, I can't believe you would use the fucking like thing just because we broke up, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't use it. Like, what are you? And then it was a whole fucking thing. She was calling me. I called the police and I was like, you got to fix this. Called the police? No, no, no. I called the police. Oh, the police. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. You called the police? Oh, I wish you would call the yeah. cops. And then, so oh. the police was like calling her like, I can't believe we made you know such what? a horrible mistake. I'm, I'm just going to say this. I think... That was grounds for you to use the massage, though, right? Because yeah. that sounds like, like an opportunity for that, her to just get back in touch. Or yeah, something. like yeah, I, I, that I happened think, to I think me. Actually, I'd just you, be like, uh, you know, sorry, toots, water under safe. the bridge. Yeah, too I'm bad. Not, I'm not going to get the, that massage. That the amount of times me. that they have told no, us no. to wrap it up, I didn't know it was going to be like that. You know, but like this is <laughs> let's got it, guys. We, the the New Jersey Connect has to come, so let's do the Elon Musk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so I just thought it was funny, um, Elon. I I don't I don't. He, Here's he now what I'm, I'm rooting for. What? So people are going to say people will want to leave because Elon will tank Twitter, and I'm rooting for him to tank Twitter. And with the way things are going with Meta, 
Zuckerberg could tank Instagram, and I'm gonna get my fucking life back. I'm not and gonna then, go on. Oh, Instagram. Be so Dude, nice. all we have to do is be real. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's I, it, baby. Be real that's sucks. It. <laughs> be real is the app that you, sends you notifications. Let, let that's me, it. Let me tell you something. Be real is boring, and yeah. no, no one's admitting it yet, but it's boring. I delete. Yeah. I had it for a week, and all I did was miss the notifications. Yeah. So it was like you got Ben. You've, you're four hours late for your be real. You got to do it, and then it'd be like so and so just posted theirs six hours late, and I'm like, okay. You know what? You're done. You're I'm you're done. deleting you. Yeah. Wait, but done. My phone. do you know why Be Real is actually good? Because, oh, I mean, it depends how you use it, but I only do it with, it's only close friends. I, the only people I accept are friends. And no matter how many times you guys fucking request me, I'm not going to, yeah. we're not going to be Be Real friends. But the, it's, it's just like, it's literally probably 15 people. But like, what, like, what are you putting out into the world? Like, what if, like, tell me like, what's a hit? on your like how what's one that you're like you get the notification you're like oh, this is good see you guys are thinking about it too it's not hits you're it's just not, showing what just being doing. real i'm just yeah. being real baby yeah, yeah but like give me a hit that's real now yeah. see you're too wrapped up nah, in this the guy's inst- wrapped up in the algorithm you're wrapped up <laughs> yeah. in the, <laughs> you got youtube <laughs> great, up, yeah. man. i'll tell you what million subscribers what people get to this guy's head what people get more interesting life more often what people do get a lot is me I've gotten a lot of comments if you never put your shirt on because I'm often at home a lot. And if I'm at home, you're posting. You don't put a shirt reels? back on. No, if it that's comes a nuts up, move, yeah, dude. Yeah, I just want to say that's like, a nuts what? move. And you also, feel like him. You yeah. have your know, shirt off know, all the time too. Do you just feel liberated because you can't be judged? Like that? It's like I gotta be real. My shirt's off. Like what am I supposed to do? In this room, cannot believe we haven't covered Elon Musk Twitter yet. We because just continue that. Yeah. He's just such a he's such Wrap a Wrap up soon. Please do not go so long. He just This show is boring. Look, they do this every Why week. Do you we keep can go as long talking. As we... What are the hell are you guys talking this about? You guys your... should see this agenda. It's unbelievable. This is Emil's Bruce Springsteen. This is like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. This is the 14 minute like, we'll go 18 yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next topic is stocks. Do you trade? Well, we are, we are. Oh, we already did that. that. My bad. That's really trade anymore. I thought we were back up to the yeah. top. But of I don't the know show. if you saw that. Just uh, we'll wrap it up with this. Let's that wrap it. Elon Musk said that that he's now uh, he's uh, buying Twitter was the first step toward creating X, the everything app, which is just fucking great. It's a great idea, and I love it. I can't wait to see what X, the everything app, is after he's done sending everyone to Mars. You're gonna feel real stupid when fucking, it works. Yeah, when I have a million followers on X, you're yeah. gonna feel really <laughs> dumb, man. Yeah, when I'm kissing my yeah. cat girl robot <laughs> on Mars on the X app. Jesus Christ! It's here's, just here's the thing. Wow. I think um, I think Twitter is gonna substantially change. Like, yeah, of course. I um, think a lot of people are gonna leave. It's gonna substantially change because actually, right now, like the basis of the platform, if we just take a step back and look at how it runs, it, it's it's a the reason why it, it, you know some of the decisions were made that he didn't agree with is because it needs to be an ad safe environment. Like these are all advertising platforms, or essentially like, these are like television networks. And someone coming over the top like him and, and buying it and privatizing it, you have no idea what his view of what this should be looks like. And yeah. that's the first people to go are going to be the advertisers. I mean, and imagine a world where he allows like Andrew Tate. Right, it's true. Like run yeah, rampant. It's true. Yeah, then, yeah, then yeah. you have a lot of advertisers who are like, "Oh no, we're not going to agree with that." And then the advertisers, and there's no more pressure, monetary pressure, to keep it a certain way, which actually creates some level of rule of law there, right? Which, which is what people don't want. What the you know, Elon Musk and that that you know contingent is like, I don't want rule of law here. I want to be able to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but without advertisers, you then you can't charge the user because his belief then too is it should be more of like a public good. Yeah, but like he's got enough it's a utility. Utility. Yeah. Like it's utility. It's utility. a town hall. He's got right? enough money to make so it. So then how do you make money? I don't if think adver- he wants advertisers it. Advertisers pull out. The problem is he doesn't have to make money with it. 
So that's but actually in some way you have to keep it going, right? Like there's a lot of cost. Well, now that he's now that it's private, yeah. I mean, it's I guess he's just gonna just has to bankroll it himself. Yeah. Who the fuck? Well, his plan is to take it private, fix what's broken, and then take it public again in a couple of years, and hopefully show work his Elon genius brain, uh, superhuman energy magic to turn it around and make it you know a good looking package that now it's profitable and now they've gotten rid of all the bots and shit and then go public probably for a hundred billion dollars twice for what he uh, bought it for. But I, yeah, I don't see that happening. I think what's strange for me is I just never expected a world where these mega billionaires would start buying companies off of other mega billionaires. Yeah. Right. right? Where like Jack Dorsey is like, he is famous. He's a celebrity as you know, a founder. I never thought I would see a role where like Elon Musk would come in like or someone would come in and eventually buy like a Zuckerberg company or something like that. Yeah. I just wonder if in, you know, years and years and years to come, like does Mr. Beast buy YouTube? You know, like, <laughs> just imagine that. Like imagine if like big creators just buy the platforms because Elon's a creator on Twitter, right? Yeah. He's one of the biggest creators. Like just imagine that world where it's like Beast Tube. Yeah. Does he let Trump back on or does he not let Trump back on because he knows Trump's a better tweeter? It's tough. He, he I have absolutely no idea. Absolutely. He will let him back on? Yeah, I think he said so. All right, anyway. All right, uh, final thoughts. Whew, we should do a segment like this. If you're still with us, you know, thank you. Should we go thank for you. the last New Jersey connection? Should we Here go we favorite, go. Favorite Here it is. Springsteen song? Ooh. This is too hard. I don't yeah, know that's too I hard. Yeah. yeah, I mean... Let's just talk I about... I mean, Rosalita Duncan. is just like... Uh, come on. Come on. <laughs> at the end of the show. That's phenomenal. Uh, uh, what about Jersey Shore Spot? Where do you go? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, man, you're not a part of this. <laughs> Sorry, whoops. Yeah. Big Asbury Park guy. I mean, just because, obviously. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, yeah, I used to go, well, it was funny because Asbury Park, it was like you didn't go there as a kid, it was, and then all of a yep. sudden it just turned into this, like, fun. Did you go there as a kid? A little bit. Um, I all think right, guys, our, I'm going to head out. I think yeah, our yeah, Greek yeah, church yeah. was I'll, by I'll see you guys later. <laughs> later, Ben. Yeah, I do have an L.A. question. What's your favorite freeway? Oh, this is why this everyone suck. hates this sucks. It's got to oh, be the, sucks. the 105. Oh. You guys should leave. Get oh, out of here. The 105, enough. brand new. It's the newest one we We're got. We're over here talking about culture. <laughs> like Plus, it was in the movie All Speed. you guys have is freeways. Yeah. And burritos. We have Get burritos. Get out of here. Yeah. Go to 7-Eleven. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. hey, Whatever. where can people find you guys? Uh, just search Colin and Samir. And if you're really into the world of creators, you want to learn more about that, we also have a newsletter that we send three times a week. It's called The Publish Press. You'll find that also anywhere you search Colin and Samir. But thanks so much for having us, guys. This was yeah, great. Oh, thank you. So this fun. was really fun. Yeah. We could have gone longer if some people didn't yeah, say, hey, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, you guys, we're kidding. We love you. We know we're on a tight ship over yeah, here, yeah, guys. We like, really do. Yeah. We're going to do our Bruce Springsteen show one time where we actually do three hours or longer. Yeah, and we sweat and stuff. Wow. You're yeah. getting a little hot. Yeah. Sweaty. I'm yeah. a little sweaty in here. Yeah. Anyway, so long, folks. We love you. Bye. I don't know where to Bye. look. Bye. <laughs> this week on After Hours. Do not suck, Do not us, suck us off. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend was on Sesame Street. Ah! What happened when they <laughs> I haven't even been to war and my penis doesn't work. <laughs> Sign up on tmgstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode.